Hello, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast where we interview people how to make money while traveling the world. On this episode, we have Brianna from uh, crazyfamilyadventure.com. Uh, so she actually uh, left the U.S. Uh, uh, sorry, she left her hometown, bought her RV, and they've been traveling around the U.S. They're actually heading uh, over to Canada tomorrow, uh, and they're going to be uh, making their way across uh, the prairies into uh, uh, one of the most beautiful parts of Canada, um, Alberta, uh, the Rocky Mountains, Jasper, etc. cetera. Uh, so uh, on this episode, we're going to be interviewing Brianna uh, about her travel journey, about family travel, and uh, we'll be focusing on uh, some different revenue streams she makes online, and we'll be giving you tips on how you can make your digital nomad uh, dreams come true. So, Brianna, maybe you can share a little bit about yourself uh, for uh, viewers and uh, listeners. All right, great. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here, so thanks for having me on. And, um, yeah, it is me and my husband and our four kids who are nine, seven, seven, and 5, and our dog. And um, just over three years ago, we sold our dream house. We sold it all, pretty much everything in it, bought an RV, and we've been traveling around North America ever since. So um, funny that when we started this journey, we did not know we were going to become entrepreneurs. But through this process, we have. We've become entrepreneurs, and now we are digital nomads and um, living this dream life of freedom and travel and getting to own our day and, and do what we want. So it's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of us do that. We, we buy our dream home and we sell that dream home to follow our other dream, which is to travel the world. So dreams can change. And, uh, uh, you know, just because you've bought something doesn't mean you have to be stuck there paying off the mortgage until you die. So good on you for taking that leap of faith and uh, making the other dream come true. Yeah, I know. And it is funny because we literally thought that we would be bringing like our grandkids back to the house we were building. It was like, you know, the house. That's where we were going to be. But as I know you guys know, every weekend went into, you know, putting more money into the house or buying more things to put into the house. And it was like, got like so suffocating. It was like, ah, there's got to be more that, you know, we can do with our life. So, nope, it's your, I know you guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, that's why we're interviewing other nomads who are, who are on the same journey as us. So maybe you can share about where have you traveled to uh, since? Um, you know, I'm making that RV uh, uh, purchase and where have you been in the last few years? Okay, perfect. Yeah, we've done um, just uh, the U.S. so far. Um, we spent a day up in Canada prior to this, but tomorrow will be our first uh, trip into uh, actually getting into more of North America. Um, so before that, we just have been traveling all around the U.S. and literally no rhyme or reason. <laughs> we've bounced here, we've bounced there, we've gone west, we've gone east, we've gone south. Um, really, because we still can you know come back to our hometown in Wisconsin and see family and friends and go to weddings and you know do things like that. So we, our favorite places we've been, we spent two and a half months down in the Florida Keys. Love the Florida Keys. Highly recommend it, especially in an RV. Um, we've also spent a month in Glacier National Park and fell in love with that area. We've spent a total of, I think, seven or eight weeks in Yellowstone National Park. Love that area. Um, anytime we travel, we always try to hit the national parks. And I think right now we're at 29 states that we visited so far. So again, we still have a few we have to hit, but we're not on this like 50 state, you know, 52 state journey or anything like that. So like if we skip a few, oh, that's all right. We just go where we want to go. <laughs> that is awesome, Rianne. That's, uh, that's just amazing. So do you have any tips for... Um... Uh, for digital nomads, basically, uh, you know, ways that you deal with some of maybe some of the stress that comes up because obviously being in a different place all the time, 
I know for me, it's every time I go to a new city, it's like I'm lost. And sometimes <laughs> I'm going in the, I'm, I'm sure I'm going in the right direction. And two hours later, it's like, obviously. So how do you deal with the, the, the things that happen as a digital nomad in the day-to-day -day life? Yeah, it's um, interesting because I don't think we have like a formula that says like we do this and this is how we deal with it. I think it's just more of a mindset around like lower expectations of like knowing when we get somewhere like internet may not work here. So don't schedule like a podcast I'm going to be on at 9 a.m. in the morning when we're just getting somewhere at 8 a.m. Because guess what? We may not have a connection, you know, so things like that. I think it's setting those expectations and knowing that things are going to go wrong. You're not going to sit in this beautiful office with all the technology you need and kind of just going into it with knowing that that is probably going to happen more often than not. And then knowing what you're going to do in those situations. So like in our situation, like, okay, where's the closest Starbucks? All right, we know a Starbucks is there. We know we can go even sit in the parking lot, you know, and get Wi-Fi if we need to. And, and kind of having a lot of those backup plans in place. But then I think it's also just having to be super flexible, like having to know that we're going to have to change things and that one week this may work, but the next week that may work. And the week after that, it may be totally different. So that's a big part of it. And then the last thing is just really with the clients that I have, all of my clients know I live this lifestyle. So they're supportive of it. So I'm not hiding like, oh, I'm sitting in this office, you know, working on your stuff. They know that there may be days when I'll have to reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I'm going to get you everything, but it's going to be tomorrow instead of, you know, yesterday or, you know, whatever it may be. Just very open and clear with my clients about what my lifestyle is like so that they know what to expect as well. But I always deliver on time. That's that's very important to me, but the expectations are there with the clients to know that, you know, there may be some situations where things are a little different than they were the previous week. But um, yeah, so it's really just being honest up front and also honest and upfront with ourselves that this is not working in an office. <laughs> <laughs> you Great are traveling answer. with four kids currently and two dogs and your husband. How do you do all that without going crazy? Uh, well, our blog is called Crazy Family Adventure. So we just accept the crazy. We just are crazy. Like that's just our life, right? Um, yeah, I just recently wrote a post on our blog called How We Manage or Don't traveling full-time, working, you know, and living, you know, on, you know, all together. So I did just write a post about that. So I go into a little bit more detail about, you know, how we do that. But yeah, we, we do go crazy. Like, I mean, that's the beauty of this lifestyle though, is like, we love that part of it. We love that part of like these highs and lows of our emotions and just figuring this out together. And do we have all the answers? Absolutely not. Are we doing a really good job with all of it? Absolutely not. But it's okay because we're on this journey that we're learning and we're growing as a family, as individuals, as people. So yeah, we literally, there's times when I'll put a plan in place where I work one day a week and I work that one day a week for a good solid 12 hours. I get the majority of my stuff done and then the rest of the week I just pick up bits and Well, for my husband, that schedule doesn't work as well with what he does. So he does it, you know, now we've switched to where we're working like four hours a day. And then during that four hours, the kids are just kind of on their tablets or they're, you know, running around playing outside. And it's this constant, like, just having to change and ebb and flow and just really kind of go with what is in our life and what's happening at that time and where we're traveling that day and where we are and who's with us. Are my parents there to help with the kids or aren't they? Or are we in the middle of nowhere and we have no internet? And, you know, so it's really just about really that ebb and flow and just trying to enjoy life and enjoy this journey and still make money. <laughs> Cool. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is I understand that you teach people how to start a virtual business so that they can travel full time. So this would be a great time to 
you know, tell us a little bit more about the course and what's involved in it, how you decided to come up with it, and and uh, and maybe we'll we'll put a link to the course in the description below. So. Perfect. Um, yeah, so one of the questions that we get asked all the time is how do you afford to travel full time? I think people think like we won the lottery or like we're trust fund kids or, you know, something like that. So it was like, no, 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 like we've worked, you know, to be at this point, we're building our business and they wanted to know, well, how did you do it? How did you build your business? So after getting asked this question, literally like week after week after week, we decided we need to put this all together in a course so that we can share it with other people. So if they want to get on the road full time with their family, they can. So that led us to put together the course and the course is basically exactly how I got my business off of the ground. So it starts off with talking about how to choose your business. So a lot of times people don't know what to do with the business. So it, it starts with choosing your business and walks through a questionnaire that kind of gives you some hints and tips to kind of get your mind wrapped around the direction you should go with your business. And then after you've done that, how to get started. So what are the real basic things that you need to have in place in order to start your business? And the course is big on you don't have to have this $5,000 beautiful website out there. You don't even have to have all the answers yet. But here's just the few basic things you need at least to start getting paying clients and get your business off the ground. And then the third thing is finding clients. So how do you find those first clients? Like where are, they? well, how do I get people to pay me for this? So it walks through how to find clients and different tips and tricks for that. And then the fourth thing is business tools. So being on the road, I don't have this big arsenal full of like an office packed with all these amazing like business tools, but I have a lot of great online tools. So what are the tools you really need to have in order to build a business? And then the fifth thing is simplifying. So I'm assuming if you want to travel full time that one of your big focuses is the travel part. So you don't want to have a business that's super complicated. You want a business that's simplified so that you can spend a lot of time still traveling. So I get into some tips and tricks on how to do that. And then the last thing is networking. So how can you continue to network while you're on the road to continue to grow your client base and continue to have a successful business? And then we are currently putting together another portion of it that talks about the business blockers. So what are the three business blockers that stop people from having a business, starting a business, being successful in it? And they touch on um, overthinking, not setting deadlines, and being afraid of not having all the answers before you get your business off the ground. So all of that is involved in the course, and um, there's over 35 different you know lessons you go through in the course to help you get everything you basically need to really get a business off of the ground and up and running. And for you guys today on, on the podcast, if you're interested in joining, I do have a $50 off coupon code that you can use. So if you use the code DNM, so Digital Nomad Mastery, DNM50, you will get $50 off the course as well. So yeah, so that's that's the gist of it. And if you go to um, the link down below in the description, you can see our page. It has all of the information about the course and tells you a little bit more about it, a video of me walking through it and just really helps uh, tell you more about what you're going to get in the course. <clears throat> I hate to ask you this, but can you repeat that uh, coupon code? Because I'm going to put yeah. it in the description right now. No, of course, of course. DNM50. So Digital Nomad Mastery 50. Got it. All right. So Brianna, maybe you could share a little bit about how do you educate your kids? Because a lot of people ask the money question, how do you make money? And a lot of people ask me as well this question about how do we make money? How do we uh, teach our kids? Uh, what they should be learning in a traditional school. 
Okay, well, our kids aren't learning what you learn in traditional school, and we're okay with that. <laughs> um, so we are actually unschooling our kids, and I know for some people that's a dirty word. For us, it is not. We are big believers in unschooling, and we actually, on, um, on our, our blog, we have a section just that talks about unschooling and unschooling resources to go to. The way I look at it is we're still learning how to unschool. Our oldest is nine. So we're going through the process of learning what this looks like for our family. But in the most part, they are learning from experience. They're learning from being at a place and smelling it and feeling it and touching it and just being part of it. So a lot of what we're, what we're doing through our teaching is just experience-based, um, reading to our kids. If they're interested, we answer 100 questions a day. It's just being very involved, but it's nothing formal. It is no curriculum it's no testing it's no worksheets and it's kind of just again it's ebbing and flowing we're figuring out as the kids get older what their interests are what works for them but we've taken the the unschooling approach and we've been very very happy with what we've seen with the kids and how they're progressing not in a traditional school schedule but progressing for each individual each of them is an individual and where their skills are going and what they're learning and the pace they're learning at. So it's working for us, but we are by no means experts in it. So I always point people to our blog to go see what the experts have to say about it and learn from them. If this is a route that you want to go, because there's people with kids who are now either in college or out of college or whatever it may be that have unschooled all the way through very successfully. So I say, go talk to them because <laughs> they've been doing it a lot longer than I have, but Yes, we, that is what we're doing with our kids. And uh, how do you deal with the socialization of the kids? Because uh, th these are the questions I'm struggling with too. I, I have three kids, uh, then, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit younger than yours. Mine's five. Uh, I have a five-year-old daughter, then a three-year-old and a one-year-old son. And uh, those are the struggles we're facing uh, now is the whole unschooling, kind of world schooling, road schooling, uh, self-directed learning approach, and uh, the socialization. Because obviously they socialize together, uh, mm -hmm. but we're struggling to find uh, kids outside of our own <laughs> for them to connect with? Um, yeah, we really have not had any problem with that. There's times that I'm like, can we please just go somewhere it's just our family? <laughs> and I feel like it's because, um, well, one, when we go to campgrounds, we know what campgrounds to go to where we're gonna find other kids. And usually on the weekend, you're gonna find other kids at campgrounds. Reason and everyone at campgrounds are super friendly. You know, they just they're there to like have fun and play and whatever. So our kids meet a lot of like kids that way, and then also through different um, groups that we're part of. Like we're part of the full time family group here in the U.S. that has a lot of other full time traveling families. So if we're going somewhere and we want to meet up with other people, we'll just shoot a message on there like, hey, we're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Anyone here? And then we connect with people that way. I know um, there's World School Connect too that I believe you guys talked to a CJ about. So just yes, using different plat. Yeah, so just using different platforms like that to try to connect with people. But then as we've been traveling over the years, we've also made connections with families that now we stay in touch with. So we'll purposely meet up with. Like, oh, you guys going to go here? Yeah, we'll meet you guys there too. And then we'll spend a couple of weeks together. So it's really just being very proactive with if we feel our kids are needing other interaction with other kids, we'll just really reach out to all these networks and the friends we've made online and kind of say, hey, where are you? What are you guys doing? Can we come meet up with you? And, and really like it... I, we could basically every week be meeting with other families if we wanted to. And there's times we choose not to because for us, the most important relationship our kids can have is with each other as siblings. Because who are going to be your best friends for your whole life? Your siblings. I mean, that's our goal. That's what we want. So that's always our main focus. But then outside of that, and of course, my daughter is seven and she's on, you know, FaceTime with her friends and she's on Musical.ly and, you know, she's doing all those things. So this online world helps make it where, you know, they can easily stay in touch with, you know, friends around the world too.
Well, it sure sounds exciting, Brianne, what you're doing. Yeah, no, we're really enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun with it, and it's been a, it's been a roller coaster ride, to say the least. But the roller coaster ride of it is part of the reason why we do it, and the, the ups are high and the lows are low, and the scary part is really scary but <laughs> we wouldn't change it like it's it's definitely uh an experience that uh now that we've gone down this path living a traditional life would uh not be as fun <laughs> all right so what does home mean to you as a digital nomad home to me is my family and that's pretty much what, what home is. We've um, talked about like our family being our home base. So me and my husband, our four kids, our dog, like that's like our home base to us. And, and where we park it, that's great. As long as our family's together, like that's what home is to us. It's, it's about our family and, and having that, those relationships and, and what that is be the most important thing. And what's your long-term vision now? I mean, obviously, you're living this lifestyle. I, I can tell you're loving it, uh, even though there are those ups and lows and, uh, and everything in between. Uh, where do you see yourself uh, going in the next three to five to ten years? Um, yeah, we don't know. We don't even know where we're going to be, like, in the month of August. So, uh, <laughs> no, we, uh, we talk about it now and then about what we want to do. And we'd love to do some overseas travel. Um, we've talked about finding a home base somewhere where maybe we stay, you know, put for maybe four or five months at a time and then travel the other part of the year or maybe it's two months in one spot, four months in another. But we've definitely talked about wanting to do like some type of overseas type of travel, um, you know, going for again months at a time and then coming back here. Our home base will always be in Wisconsin and in the U.S. We have a lot of great family and friends here. So we know we'll always be coming back here, you know, throughout the year. But um, yeah, we've talked about wanting to just, you know, get overseas and, and see all of that as well. So, but again, we're open. So if another opportunity came up, then that may be what we do too. So I don't know if you guys feel it, but I know for us, like this, this idea of this constant freedom, like we wake up every morning and like our day is ours. What are we going to do with it? Can be a very overwhelming thing. So it's also trying to figure, you know, as much as we love it, it's also overwhelming. No one's telling us what to do. We could do whatever we want. What are we going to do? So it's, um, you know, definitely uh, just always eyes and ears open for opportunities that are out there and also keeping a pulse on our kids and like what's working for them. And like, do they need us to stop for a little while to settle in somewhere? Is that going to benefit them or not? And we always have a very open conversation with them around, do you guys want to keep traveling? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And granted, there's six of us, so we don't all get to make the choice. But, you know, we have that open conversation so that we can make sure that we're meeting everyone in the family's needs as well. And, you know, make sure we know what that is. Wonderful. All right. Well, Brianna, I want to thank you very much for sharing all this great information. It's really exciting. And, you know, between... Uh, Ricky and you, Ricky's got three children under five, and you've got four, four children and you're homeschooling. It makes me really regret that uh, I didn't spend more time doing exactly what you two are doing, because uh, now I'm an empty nester and I'm going all over the place. And I, uh, but when my children were about four and six, we spent three months in the California, Arizona, Nevada area. And I did a little bit of homeschooling, and it was it was just tremendous. And I think, uh, man, it would have been great to spend a little more time with the kids doing that. 
No, we hear that all the time from people too, like, oh, I wish I would have done it or I wish I am or, you know, I wish I could. And like, my big thing is you can, you just have to make the decision, make it a priority and make it happen. Yeah. And everything is never going to align perfectly. You're not, it's not going to be like, oh, 2019 will be the perfect year to go. It's <laughs> like, no, there's no perfect time, you know, to do it. It's just more a matter of just making the choice and making the decision. And like I said, we weren't entrepreneurs when we started off on this journey, yet we've become that. And, and it's, I mean, that in ourselves, we've grown as individuals, my husband and I, more than we knew we were doing when we signed up for this. You know, when you sign up for like, oh, we're going to be on vacation all the time. They're like, no, not quite. <laughs> so um, it's been just an amazing So if anyone's listening and thinking they want to do it, my best advice is just do it. Make it happen. Go for it. You're going to cry. You're going to be scared. You're going to be freaked out. But in the end, even if it doesn't work out, in the end, you'll be happy that you tried and you went for it and then know that you're making, you know, your own choices in your life. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. And Ricky, I'm going to turn it over to you to wrap up because you do such a great job of it. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. Uh, so, uh, Brianna, I know you have a couple of online businesses, uh, the crazyfamilyadventure.com uh, website and also virtualpowerhouse.com. Uh, maybe you can end off by telling us a little bit about those sites and uh, what you do in them and how can people connect with you. Perfect. Yeah, so crazyfamilyadventure.com is our travel blog where we talk about um, full-time travel. We talk about destinations to take your kids to and what to do there and also talk about working from the road. So our experiences of working from the road. And then on um, Virtual Powerhouse and also on Crazy Family Adventure on our social media channels, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that, we share like pretty much daily what we're doing. So if you want to follow along on our journey, hit up those social channels as well and you can follow along daily on our journey, you know, Facebook Live, Instagram Stories, all that fun stuff. And then Virtual Powerhouse is our business. And on there, we do um, social media, blogging, newsletters, website design for small businesses. Also, Pinterest is a new one that we're taking on and doing a lot with. So if you're interested in learning about any of that, virtualpowerhouse.com, check that out. And then, um, yeah, definitely shoot me an email, a contact um, you know, through that website or through Crazy Family Adventure we'll, or through Facebook or Instagram. Like, you know, we'll connect one way or another. And then, um, yeah, so you can definitely stay in touch with us there. And then our course is on crazyfamilyadventure.com under shop. It says work from the road. And then you can find the information there about our course about how to start a virtual business so you can travel full time. And would love to have you be part of that group. We have a private Facebook group there where we, you know, I constantly am touching in with people and, you know, answering questions and, and kind of helping you through your journey. So, yeah, crazyfamilyadventurevirtualpowerhouse.com and Facebook, Instagram, wherever. You guys know how that online world is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brianna. And make sure you uh, purchase a course. We have an affiliate link as well. Uh, if you purchase through that link, it obviously helps us, uh, Scott and me, to pay off our bills and to keep traveling. Uh, so appreciate that uh, to help the podcast going here. Uh, uh, Brianna obviously has a wealth of info about uh, things like, uh, you know, uh, how she uh, sold her house and uh, made her dreams come true. Homeschooling, world schooling, unschooling, uh, everything in betweening. And, uh, and just uh, making money online. So make sure you connect with her on her blog. And uh, as you can tell, she's very uh, eager to help out, uh, give back into support, uh, as we all are as digital nomads who, are, who have made it or who are making it and want to help other digital nomad wannabes. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. This is a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on.
So thanks, everyone. Make sure you subscribe to our show on uh, iTunes. Uh, leave us a rating and review. That really helps us to go up to iTunes and uh, other podcast directories. Uh, make sure you subscribe us on YouTube if you, uh, if you like watching these interviews as well. And uh, make sure you connect with us on all the different social media platforms as well. We'll see you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery.